guys, Steve here, Potent Phonics. Today we're going to talk about growing with fishes. Growing with fishes. Well, apparently I had some screen share issues and uh, didn't actually show the intro, although it played the audio. I don't know why it switched screens there until the end. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us here. Uh, uh, the second annual Virtual Aquaponic Cannabis Conference preview trailer. Uh, Marty and I wanted to put together a, um, uh, a quick little uh, a thing here and... Uh, Kind of tell you guys a little bit more about the conference. Sorry, I'm trying to make sure that our video is working properly now. It looks like it is. Okay, I'm not sure why we suddenly had screen sharing issues when we've done hundreds of episodes of things that issue. Any uh, way to fuck up the intro? Oh yeah, you know what? We did screw up the intro for probably the first 150 episodes of the podcast. So I guess it'll harken back to the old days. Um, um thank you everybody for joining us today um we're gonna do just a quick kind of um episode it's not really a full podcast episode tonight um we're just going to kind of do kind of a quick 10 or 15 minutes on the conference who's going to be on on the conference this weekend uh, the second annual virtual aquaponic cannabis conference which you can find on youtube uh we'll also be uploading uh, individual talks in audio format as well um so if you aren't able to join us uh, over the weekend, uh, don't worry, you'll be able to watch the full thing from beginning to end online, uh, as well as uh, shortened formatted uh, uh, talks as well for each speaker. Um, we have, uh, you can also find last year's, for us, the first uh, virtual aquaponic cannabis conference uh, on the YouTube channel Potent Ponics, uh, and all of those are also available in audio format as well on your favorite podcast app. So, um, sorry. <laughs> Of course, my dog decides to start drinking as soon as I record. Um, sorry if you can hear that in the background. Alrighty, um, we have a wonderful lineup of speakers. Marty and I have put a ton of work into getting this together, um, so definitely check us out. So here's this full schedule. Um, uh, you know, if you're looking for the full things top to bottom, uh, it is for free on YouTube uh, live. You can watch on anything that supports YouTube. Uh, all the talks will be available on YouTube, and again, re-uploaded on other platforms afterwards. So uh, give me a couple days, you know, a week or two to get that all back up a because it takes a while to edit all down. Um, it's going to be a ton of great info for soil and aquaponic growers alike. Uh, if you aren't familiar with aquaponics, you certainly learn a lot. We tried to bring speakers on this year that really have a more soil focus than last year. Um, we have Clackamas Coot. Uh, we have uh, Lorenzo Fusella, who I think is going to be a great speaker talking to us about that and a whole bunch of others. So um, we tried to make it more of a hybrid conference this year than strictly aquaponics. I think next year we're actually going to have enough people with enough white papers and enough university stuff. We'll be able to really push the science a little bit more. Um, there's certainly a lot of stuff in, really close to being published right now. So I think next year will be a little bit more academic uh, academia uh, uh, related. So. First off, Saturday at 9 a.m., I'll be speaking. Um, I have uh, uh, many years of experience in uh, aquaponic cannabis. I've been doing this commercially since 2013. Um, and um, I've worked around the world, uh, South Africa, Zimbabwe, United States, Canada, Jamaica, 
uh, and elsewhere. Um, so definitely uh, looking forward to giving you guys a presentation on kind of a, a bunch of different um, kind of some basics on aquaponic cannabis if you're new to it, and then some more um, you know, kind of bleeding edge advancements on what's, what's going on and what I've been working on uh, for the past year. Next up, we have Sweetwater Aquaponics out of South Africa. They're currently the largest aquaponic cannabis producer in all of Africa, uh, as well as South Africa. Um, so not just South Africa, but all of Africa. Um, and they uh, currently produce a wide range of medical products. They also have some really wonderful lines. They're working with a gentleman from um, uh, Spring Hunters and a bunch of other things. I'll actually be over there at their farm here uh, sometime next year. Originally, I was supposed to head over there in November. It looks like it's going to be February or March or probably uh, April or May um, before I actually get over there. Um, so we'll definitely uh, have some good times over there together as well. They also have educational seminars and, uh, and a training school as well for people who's trying to learn. And they also do a lot of free education for farmers as well. They're not just about profiting. They're also about making the world better uh, by teaching farmers. And that's one of the reasons why I'm super passionate about getting involved with them because they're more than just uh, cannabis producers. They care about the community and actually put forth that by putting out education for people that in an environment that generally doesn't have that type of free education available. We have Symbiosid, which is the current largest aquaponic cannabis producer in all of Switzerland, one of the largest ones in all of Europe. Uh, they produce um, organic or non-organic non certified um, uh, uh, CBD cannabis uh, and hemp, uh, as well as I believe they have THC cultivars as well now. I got to double check on that, but I think they have that as well now. Um, in Switzerland. So they also export to the UK. They're one of the few companies exporting from Switzerland to the UK as well. So they have a, a very high uh, uh, standards when it comes to quality of their product. Um, so definitely check them out. Super excited to have them on. We have Aquilitas, who's one of the large aquaponic cannabis producers in Canada. Uh, I've been talking to them for quite a long time. I actually had a wonderful experience talking with one of their uh, cultivators there at the uh, Aquaponics Association's conference, uh, which was uh, a couple of weeks ago. Definitely check that out if you're a member or consider joining because they do do a lot of work with um, uh, um, lobbying um, in, in, you know, uh, in DC and helping make sure the USDA uh, doesn't regulate us out of existence. Um, uh, uh, they also do a lot of um, things as far as different products and are definitely one of the, the um, bigger aquaponic cannabis producers on the eastern half of, of Canada. Next up, we have Josh and Kelly of Dragonfly Earth Medicine, the king and queen of regenerative organic farming. Uh, I think they're pretty much undisputed in that realm. Um, uh, they're the founders of the DemPure certification. They have decades of experience doing regenerative uh, practice. Uh, and you know, am I, yeah, okay. I thought I wasn't screen sharing for a second. Um, decades of experience with uh, regenerative uh, practices. And um, uh, again, just extremely experienced on a whole host of different topics. I mean, they, they essentially don't just hand out the certifications, but they, they wrote the standard for the certification, you know, like they roadmap and, uh, you know, just did a ton of stuff. So yeah, I, I, as much as I'm not, not a fan of the concept of royalty, I, I would say they're, they're probably <laughs> royalty in, in this regard. Oh, for sure. And, you know, they've really helped push the education and the practices of regenerative farming, closed loops and, and all the rest that comes along with um, helping pe people improve the quality of the soil and the quality of the products uh, that they're producing on their farms. You know, they, they really um, are super passionate about it and lead by example, um, which not a lot of people um, do worldwide. And, uh, you know, they've, they've worked uh, everywhere from Haiti to, to Canada. So they're, they're really, uh, 
truly uh, experience when it comes to growing regeneratively around the world. We have Thumb Genetics, who's a commercial aquaponic cannabis producer out of Michigan, one of the only commercial aquaponic cannabis producers from Michigan. Uh, they have a mainly DWC facility uh, and raised tilapia, so super excited to have them on. We have uh, Lorenzo Frisella, who's going to be giving a wonderful talk. Actually, we got a short version of the talk he's going to be giving at the Aquaponics Association Conference. And uh, when Quan Con Fem was unable to join us last minute, he was the first on the list for us to reach out to because he's done a ton of comparisons. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy his talk comparing uh, living soil compost to aquaponics with, uh, and living soil compost, like side-by-side like -side comparisons, but then also comparing uh, uh, compost plus aquaponic water to Im further uh, improve the microbiome, and then also running them against soilless controls. So you could see what was the water, what was the compost, and what was the combo. Uh, and I think that uh, especially for people that are kind of, you know, it's a lot of discussion between the living soil people and the aquaponic people. And I think you guys are really, regardless of how you feel about that topic, I think you're really going to learn a lot from his talk and, and get a lot of insight as to what's going on in the soil and in the root zone itself. He's a, a researcher out of the London. So super cool to have him with us. We have Caleb of Coffee Left Cultivars, also known as Soulshine Growing on Instagram. <clears throat> He'll be talking to us about uh, Copy Left Cultivars, which is a protection program kind of in the same spirit as Open Cannabis Project uh, without all the phylos baggage. Um, uh, it's strictly uh, strictly about protection, protecting things Copy Left is already used in other parts of um, uh, the patent law. So it's a, kind of a bit of a precedence on some of that stuff. So it's interesting to see the, the merger of the two worlds. Uh, and I truly feel like his heart's in the right place. And one of the reasons why I wanted to get him involved is because it is a very hot topic in our industry and something that I think does need to be addressed. And he's one of the few people fighting the good fight. Yeah, and I do feel like after Philo's, you know, anybody who has like, say a similar goal, <laughs> um, you know, I think kind of uh, rightfully triggers some people, but definitely, you know, listen to what he has to say. Um, you know, before you make your judgments, I'm not, I wouldn't judge anybody for, for not wanting to get involved in another project that, that at least you could look at as having similar goals, even though if you sit down and listen to them, I think you'll, you'll find out it was more like maybe what Phylos was supposed to be in, in never, uh, well, they just flat out lied about, I guess it's probably the easiest way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so if you want to, if you want to learn more about that, we covered it over at least six episodes with people that were involved directly. So if you want to learn more about that and educate yourself on the, some of right. the previous pitfalls of, of that particular area of this industry. Right. So, and definitely, um, you know, like I was just saying, listen to what they have to say. And, and I think that you'll hear them seeing you different too. Um, so e even if you, you feel burned by pilots and maybe don't, aren't feeling like participating, uh, just just listen uh, for a while, and I think you'll you'll hear um, that that they have different goals for sure. Oh yes, very very different. And not only that, but uh, uh, I think it certainly helps when the person who broke the Philo story is one of the advisors. Um, you know, it kind of definitely helps bring credence to uh, uh, that they're on the right side uh, through, <laughs> through action as well as words. Oh, sorry, I'm <laughs> too many buttons. Um, next up, uh, Saturday at 4 p.m., we have Chris Trump. 
speaking to us. Uh, he, if you don't know who Chris Trump is, he is the uh, guru of gurus when it comes to Korean national farming. Uh, there's arguably no nobody else that speaks English that knows more than him. Uh, I think there's a few that speak Korean that might know more, but uh, uh, certainly not that speak English uh, when it comes to Korean natural farming. He's worked on thousands of acres of farms across many different crops. He currently works with vegetable, uh, fruit tree, nut tree, and cannabis producers around the world. Uh, he also is a certified Korean natural farming uh, instructor uh, in all levels of Korean natural farming. So. Um, definitely check him out. He also has a wonderful uh, online course at chrisTrump.com uh, if you're looking for more info. And I hear he only feeds his beard natural inputs. Yes, his beard is only fed organic inputs as well. It's pretty epic. Right? Definitely has the beard swagger going. Uh, next up, we have the commercial uh, uh, cultivation panel. We will have people from Vertica Aquaponics, Bane Howard of Vertica Aquaponics, uh, myself. Uh, we have uh, Thumb Genetics will be joining us, as well as a couple of other surprise people who are, we're going to keep it kind of secret on the panelists until we, uh, we hit our time. That's the reason why we didn't list them here. Uh, same thing with the other panels. We have a, a main list and then a couple of maybes. Uh, uh, so we'll have at least three panelists on each one with possibly as many as eight. Um, we're kind of trying to get a bunch of different perspectives on the panel, so I think you guys will like it. We're just working on scheduling on a couple of people last minute. Um, so uh, we're gonna, this is going to be uh, guest moderated by Heavy Days of the Podcast, one of the most popular cannabis podcasts on the internet. Uh, he's going to be helping us moderate, which is going to be a lot of fun. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. Had a great chance to spend time with him at an Emerald Cup, so uh, shout out to him. Uh, uh, keeping it real down in Australia which has gotten harder and harder to, to, to grow in the last year or two. Um, and then a range of, uh, a huge range of panelists. And then um, just, we're gonna do a lot, uh, kind of um, part of it talking about each person's form. Uh, and the next part of it talking about different industry, industry issues that I feel are important. And then we're gonna leave it up to you guys for the last part of it to, uh, to ask your questions with the, with the panelists. So I think you guys are really gonna like that. Especially if you've never had a chance to ask commercial producers what it's like to do it at, our, at, at scale. Um, every single person that we're inviting on this is doing it at least 3,000 square feet or more. Um, uh, most of them over, you know, eight or 10,000. So um, definitely keep that in mind with your questions. Next up, we have uh, Dr. Wilson Leonard from Australia, one of the uh, uh, original aquaponic experts out of Australia. He's been doing this for many decades. He's also the author of multiple aquaponic, uh, commercial aquaponic uh, production uh, books, including one of my favorites, Commercial Aquaponics. Uh, which is a, a great, great book. I own a paper copy and a digital copy. Uh, <clears throat> he's also uh, created a ton of useful calculators on his website as well, if you check him out um, uh, 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 there. So um, definitely a great expert to have and someone who uh, had a great, wonderful talk for us last year from Australia. Uh, next up, we have Dylan McAmond, uh, who's a grower out of Saskatchewan. If you've been a, a part of the Aquaponic Cannabis Growers Group on Facebook, you've certainly seen pictures of his grow. I believe the banner is currently his grow. Uh, he's definitely one of the more active people that helps Marty and I on the Facebook group. I very much appreciate him for that. He's also uh, been so successful with his uh, small produ producer license, up, micro license up in Saskatchewan. He's now expanding to a commercial license here. Uh, as we speak, if you check out his YouTube, he's got uh, his Instagram, he's got some build pictures and stuff going. So super excited for him to be able to expand based on the success that he's had growing aquaponics, can, uh, cannabis aquaponically. So um, uh, super happy for him and super excited to have him give a full hour long talk as well as be part of our craft growers panel.
Uh, next up, we have Wendy Kornberg, who's an expert in Korean natural farming. She's a DEM Pure certified farmer, extremely experienced grower from Southern Humboldt. Uh, she's been growing her whole life, and she's also a teacher as part of the Ganjir program, which is a kind of like a sommelier program for, for growers and, and bud tenders. So uh, excited about that. And um, uh, also a certified Korean natural farming teacher as well. I forgot about that part as well. Um, she's uh, highly skilled in uh, many different things when it comes to the plants. So super excited to have her give a talk as well at 8 p.m. <clears throat> and then at 9 p.m. Pacific uh, on, on Saturday, uh, November 13th, we're going to have Matthew Gates speaking to us on uh, integrated pest management. He's, in my opinion, the top experts uh, or one of the top experts in aquaponic, especially cannabis um, uh, production. He also is an expert and works with quite a few different aquaponic growers uh, and living soil growers, as well as non-cannabis growers. So um, he actually also gave a talk for the Aquaponics Association of China, uh, along with myself and a couple of other people. So um, definitely a, a, a great resource to have uh, available and um, has a wonderful YouTube channel that has some of the most unique and interesting perspectives on um, uh, cannabis pest management, especially his series on the evolutionary history of cannabis, along with the evolutionary history of the various insects that attack cannabis and where they were on that evolutionary chain. So, uh, which to me is one of the most fascinating things that anyone's ever posted on uh, cannabis, but uh, I'm a bit of a nerd. So, and he's a, he's been on the podcast multiple times, and it's always yep. uh, tons of great content. Always learn something. Uh, it's yeah, very cool. Highly recommend. Um, well, and didn't he have a talk last year also? Did he have yep. yep, yep. He presented so, last year as well. Yeah. So all all great content. Uh, next up, we have Breeder Steve on Sunday morning, the uh, original OG of aquaponic cannabis, the first person to write about aquaponic cannabis back in the late 90s on Overgrow. He currently is uh, uh, helping run one of the largest uh, cannabis production facilities in all of the world in Colombia, which currently has the largest aquaponic cannabis uh, system anywhere in the world. <laughs> uh, they actually uh, things as large as Cayman swimming through their system. So, um, you know, it's really, it really is a, a truly different scale that he's working with down there with the, the ponds and everything. So definitely think you guys will uh, um, really enjoy having a lot. But he's also the creator of many different cultivars, just a really fun guy to talk to. We've had him on the show before. I've had the pleasure of hanging out with him up in Vancouver. And uh, he really is a, just all around fun to hang out with and super knowledgeable about just a whole host of different cannabis topics. He's just a great storyteller too. Like, you can just, <laughs> I, uh, on a lot of the podcast episodes, you can go check those out. And uh, he just he just has great stories. So so always a good time with Bridger Steve. And knowledgeable too, obviously. You you learn something and you laugh. So it's a it's a win-win. Oh yeah. Next up we have Angela Tenenbrock. Uh, she is um, uh, a biosecurity expert and auditor for um, uh, people when they're trying to figure out what, what's going on with their system, where can they improve their practices uh, and their processes, or you know, preparing for inspections and those types of things. Um, she's uh, extremely experienced, worked with the USDA before on multiple different legislation on, regarding food safety, um, and, and really knows her stuff more than just about anybody else in the industry when it comes to biosecurity. Um, she's one of the few people that I, you know, occasionally reach out to when I have a question uh, and really, really knows her stuff. So really thankful to have her take the time to be, to tell us and help educate the cannabis community. She gave a wonderful talk um, uh, previously, and I think uh, it will be great to have her back. 
Uh, next up, we have Victor Lavanov, who's an aquaculture microbial expert who is studying at the University of uh, Gothenburg in Sweden. Um, he's currently focused on microbial digestion and, and how it aids uh, food production. He's going to give us some really, a really cool talk on microbes. Uh, I've had a, the pleasure of hearing him talk at the Aquaponics Association conference and was very much impressed. Um, he comes recommended from Joe Pates, so certainly uh, uh, check him out as well. I think he's the next speaker up, uh, but uh, definitely excited to hear his his work and see more people working on you know the microbial interactions between aquaculture and soil and how aquaculture, uh, be it aquaponics or just disconnected aquaculture going to living soil, can be highly beneficial. So next up we have Joe Pate, as uh, an aquaponic expert and consultant. Um, he's a formerly uh, a student at University of Kentucky State. He did a lot of the early research with free national farming inputs uh, and aquaponics while he was there at Kentucky State. Uh, he's also currently working on a commercial aquaponic vegetable farm out in New Mexico. So check him out. Um, definitely one of the more uh, knowledgeable people when it comes to aquaponic chemistry. Um, uh, Tanner Stewart uh, is a commercial aquaponics farmer from Stewart Farms up in New Brunswick. Um, they have a, a very large aquaponic uh, cannabis facility that's under construction. Uh, I believe they're building it out in phases. Um, that's one of the rooms there at the facility. Um, he also works closely with a lot of my breeder friends, uh, working on a lot of different cuts. So uh, he's a lot of really good uh, uh, genetics that he's sitting on. So uh, super excited to see what, what he cooks up up there. And he's gonna be talking to us about uh, the stuff that they've been doing up there. You know, they make a lot of bath bombs and skin products and lots of other things. So we're talking to us about, um, you know, beginning to end on that stuff. And it, uh, He's a really great guy. He's been on the show before. Next up, we got Josh from Dutch Blooms. Uh, I thought this picture was too awesome not to use. Uh, <laughs> so um, definitely check him out. He's the founder of the Science of Regenerative Organic Cannabis Cultivation Conference. Uh, he's also a Denpure certified farmer. He has, in my opinion, the nicest living soil and aquaponic combined uh, cannabis farm that's out there anywhere in the country that I've seen where the whole thing is combined into one giant process. I think it's just really amazing. And this farm, if you've had a chance to visit, is truly one of the coolest ones uh, in all of cannabis in the United States. So definitely check out his, his stuff. He gives a wonderful tour from last year and he's been on the show many times. He's been a co-host of the show before. So great dude. Uh, and a fully licensed uh, a farmer up in Washington state. So definitely check him out. Also, uh, you can check him out over at um, uh, oh, regenerativecannabis.com, uh, a regenerative cannabis conference. Uh, oh, shoot. He's going to kill me for getting it wrong, but uh, we'll get the, the thing right. But check out his regenerative uh, conference as well. He just announced that um, early people get um, uh, some extra goodies and benefits in their gift bag if you uh, buy tickets early. So definitely check it out. Um, the, the dates are up for next year. Um, I believe we're doing four dates for next year. I'll be one of the speakers as well, full disclosure. So um, definitely check that out. It really is the, the best conference to go to of all the conferences that you can attend in person. In my opinion, you'll learn the mo more there than you will anywhere else that's for sure definitely the best seed swap definitely the best seed swap for sure <laughs> not even close um uh and then uh uh kevin mckernan is going to be speaking to us about cannabis genetics that's going to be a, a awesome talk um he's one of the leading scientists in medicinal genomics uh he's also regularly publishes full genomes they actually published the full genome of uh um psilocybin Q or uh Cubensis, um, sorry, I said that wrong. Anyways, you know what I mean. Uh, they just talked about all different types of stuff uh, uh, on his on his stuff. Uh, we've had him on the show to talk about all different kinds of things. 
um, but he's particularly an expert when it comes to genomics of cannabis and the uh, different mushroom species. Um, so he's putting all that stuff out into the public domain so it can't be patented, um, um, which is uh, uh, you know one of the wonderful things you see him doing as far as helping protect the industry from some of the evil people on the patent side of genetics. Um, so great guy, also constantly developing different things. If you find a funky plant, you don't know what's wrong with it, send it off to him, uh, to medicinal genomics, and they can you know, often help you figure it out through the, the genome. So he's gonna be giving us a talk about some of the different genetic analysis they've had on the root zones of different plants. So that'll be really cool to see what's going on in the root systems. But next up, we have Rob Nash uh, from Austin Aquaponics. He's been growing down there for a long time in Austin. Uh, he's been growing uh, aquaponic hemp in Texas for three years. He's been talking to us about uh, growing aquaponic hemp in the South. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I had a great time hanging out with him down in Austin, and we'll, we'll have a great chance to, to catch up again at the conference. Next up, we have Clackamas Coot. Uh, Clackamas Coot's the, the you know, founder of Coots Mix or creator of Coots Mix, or at least the guy that made it popular. Uh, however, it is that you'd like there, uh, he would like to uh, to mention. It. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, uh, he's a, a soil expert, microbial expert, and um, uh, you know, tons of experience growing a ton of cannabis. Uh, he really, really knows his stuff. He's one of my favorite people to shoot the shit with, especially on Fumi's show and my show. If you watch any of the episodes where Coot and I are on there, generally they're extra long. They're three or four hours long, and it's him and I just going back and forth about all kinds of science. Truly one of the people I really feel uh, intellectually stimulated by to talk to and um, a great guy to hang out with, uh, 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 especially on Hangouts and stuff. It's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I think my I think my favorite thing about like talking with food or having them on a panel or anything else, it's like you never have to like wonder if you really are getting what he thinks. You know, like he pretty much just says whatever's on his mind all the time. Like you, there's no, there's no question that you're like, hey, Koo, tell me how you really feel about this. You know, like you, you really know. You, you don't even have to ask. You, you'll get. It. Oh yeah, he's definitely fun. Uh, next up, we have a gentleman with a, a similar outlook on life, uh, um, Dr. Robert Faust, who's another uh, extremely knowledgeable person when it comes to soil science. He's probably the single most knowledgeable person in all of the United States that, uh, when it comes to humic and fulvic acids. He did a bunch of research in Russia and Europe and the Russian Federation uh, on those, which have much higher standards for all of those products. Uh, he really, really knows his stuff. Definitely check out the first time he was on the show. He gave a great breakdown of of those different types of compounds for the garden. Um, decades of experience growing a whole host of different crops uh, and also helped formulate many of the products at BioAg. So definitely check him out. I know a lot of people use those products. Sunday at 6 p.m. we have Murray Hollum from Australia joining us. Uh, you know, the founder of Practical Aquaponics and the Aquaponics Design Course. He's also uh, helped a lot of people start their aquaponics journey over the years. Um, he's also uh, has many DVDs and other media um, uh, available, uh, you know, to learn from. He's one of the top aquaponic experts in Australia, uh, thousands of students worldwide, and um, has experienced growing many different crops, including essential oil producing crops, both um, uh, outside of the cannabis realm uh, for perfume and cosmetics and other things. So great expert when it comes to the understanding of what's going on on the more technical side of, of, of uh, aquaponics. I think you guys will really enjoy his talk. He gave a talk last year, which is great as well. 
next up, we have the Home Growers panel with Scotty Reel of the Do Grows Show as the, the guest moderator. Uh, we'll have a whole bunch of different people. We'll have Fun Farm Grows, Brain Grow. Uh, we'll have um, a couple of other awesome people that are um, uh, uh, more smaller scale and Instagrammers and some other people that just do kind of six plants, you know, eight plants, 12 plants, that kind of thing, just smaller scale stuff. Um, so to kind of help people with those those um, size grows and I'll also have a little bit on, on aquariums as well on, on how to hook those up. I should probably be there as my picture. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, picture picture by Marty. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, Sunday night, uh, we have the craft growers panel with Jordan River. Uh, we're going to have uh, Marty we will have um, uh, Dylan McAmmon. Uh, we'll have um, uh, Josh Rutherford and a couple of other people that are doing, uh, you know, kind of that um, not quite full blown commercial where you need a whole huge team of people, but not quite home growers either. You know, people that are caregivers, people that are micro licensed producers, uh, people that are doing, you know, that 3000 square foot or less, or, you know, Josh, I guess, would be a little bit out, uh, over that, but we're going to, uh, he started off as a craft grower and moved into a cannabis grower. So we're going to let him pick. Uh, or be on both panels as well, because I think his knowledge on both topics is, is highly useful. Um, and then we'll have a couple of other surprise people on there as well. Again, I'm trying not to uh, spoil the list with the, with the panelists. I think you guys will like it. Uh, don't worry. And we'll take your questions as well for both of those. And then uh, Marty, uh, I'll let you introduce yourself. Oh, yeah. So um, I will be sort of giving uh, uh, another home grower perspective. Last year I did, I think it was dual read zone um, primarily. So just like a, an overview of kind of um, aquaponic cannabis uh, in dual read zone um, and kind of did a whiteboard thing on that. So this year I wanted to do something a little bit different. So I'll be covering some different ways that you can automate different things in your grow. Um, whether we're talking about, uh, you know, and, and again, these will be for smaller markets. For larger stuff, there's already, you know, plenty of, of environmental control stuff available, but it's all very expensive. So I came up with a few different ways that you can use, you know, kind of basic smart plugs, um, some available sensors like temperature and humidity sensors that are much cheaper in design. Um, for maybe not necessarily the, the same purpose. So like, for instance, I use weather station uh, software to track my temperature and humidity and sensors that are designed to be outdoors. Uh, and I just put them in my indoor grow. Um, and the software allows me to sort of rename everything. So we'll be going through and taking a look at different ways that you can kind of um, integrate, you know, Maybe not a, like a smart grow, but you can use a number of different uh, features that will help you like control your uh, temperature and humidity um, more effectively and use less power. Um, or even just to be able to track the data itself and access it um, so that you know what's happening in your grow when the lights turn off or when you're not in there. Um, and being able to track all that data, you can, you can extrapolate a lot of stuff out of um, just knowing what that is and being able to review it. Um, so we'll, we'll take a look at the different stuff that I already have set up here, uh, how it works, how they talk to each other and kind of what uh, some of those basic things are. So like I can turn on 
uh, like my feed pump that will feed all my dual read zones. Uh, my lighting timers are all um, the trigger wires that are hooked up to the controllers so that I can turn on the trigger wire for an entire bank of lights um, with one just small smart plug that doesn't need to have a huge amperage. But they also do have um, larger watt amperage that you can go smart plugs that'll take like 2000 watts and 10 amps each. And so the, the greenhouse will be looking at the controls for that. They are, um, uh, instead of having a single controller and a, a lot of wire going to each one, the lights are on the circuit with a smart controller at each light. So I, I can turn them on separately or I can group them and turn them on um, with software in a similar way or control them individually if I want to. So my fans in the in both the greenhouse and the uh, indoor grow are controlled by uh, smart plugs. Um, I have an IR blaster that you can use to change, like turn on digital fans. That's one of the issues that you can have is if you have, like you should turn them on and off. Uh, sometimes it won't, uh, like when a, a digital board loses power and you turn it off and turn it back on, the fan will, will just sit there, it won't turn on. So if you, uh, you have to go physically press a button or have a button on a control, on a remote control to turn it back on and turn on oscillate, or whatever you need to do. So you can get these little smart controllers that are just an IR blaster and uh, you can program it and you plug it in in your grow room and it can control all your fans that way. And they're actually pretty cheap. I think it's about 30 bucks or something like that. So I'll be going through some more uh, of that stuff um, in the talk and kind of different um, of the more automated systems that I use to maximize my time and try to grow uh, you know, more stuff with a small amount of labor. But I still feed my fish, just so you know, Steve. I know that's a big thing for you. <clears throat> so I've, autom I've automated pretty much everything else. I do have, I, they're sitting in a shipping container somewhere, but I have uh, temperature sensors that I'll go in my tanks uh, that have been stuck in shipping forever. So I don't know when they'll get here. Hopefully they'll get here before this weekend, but I'm not optimistic. <laughs> it hasn't, my tracking information hasn't moved in a very long time, but at some point, uh, I will have those to be able to show you guys, and I can use those to trigger different stuff. So we'll look at it, how to set it up, and how it works here. Awesome. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. I think a lot of people are looking forward to, you know, cheaper ways to automate their home grow. So I think a lot of people will be really stoked on that. Yeah, I get a lot of questions on that, um, you know, because I've talked about, I've shown my system on the podcast uh, a few different times. And so I, I've gotten a lot of questions on what type it is and where I got it and everything else. And just, just to recap, it's an ambient weather station. Anybody wants to know. Um, but there are a number of different Wi-Fi weather stations that you can use to interact with different services like the IFTTT -T -T platform, if this, then that. Um, if you guys want to go check that out, that's what we'll we'll be going through to create some different rules. So it's pretty fun. Works pretty well. Enjoy it.
Cool. I'm definitely looking forward to that one as well. And um, you guys can catch us again November 13th and 14th live from 10 a.m. to uh, 8, 9 a.m. Let's try this again. From 8 a.m. <laughs> to 10 p.m. Pacific time uh, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Um, 28 hours of education because, uh, you know, we had to do at least double what we did last year. Uh, you know, that was going to be the starting point. So, um, and, uh, and we'll see what we do uh, for next year. But uh, I definitely want to thank all of the speakers for donating their time uh, and helping us uh, educate everybody. Uh, you know, I think this year has been kind of rough for everybody uh, in the industry, uh, regardless of where you are on the totem pole. So I think it'd be great to kind of just come together. I know I certainly am craving this type of, of conference to kind of recharge my batteries. I think a lot of other people are as well. So I'm super excited to help not only uh, educate the world on aquaponic cannabis, but, you know, just get us all together again in one place and, and learn together in a way that, you know, we so often uh, benefit from uh, not only mentally, but emotionally and, and as a community as well. So super stoked on that and uh, looking forward to hanging out with a ton of my friends uh, and learning a whole bunch of stuff in one weekend. So um, yep. Thanks, everybody. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, the panels are always my favorite. You know, when we get a group of people together, whether it's on the podcast, you know, sometimes we have a whole bunch of people end up hopping on the podcast and we'll have five or six people on. Um, but uh, even last year, if you check out the panels from last year, I think we had six, five or six, like aquaponic cannabis producers um, all on the same Zoom call. And it was just, uh, it is interesting because there's, you know, generally it's hard because, um, you know, we're all busy doing other stuff. And so for everyone to just like take their time and sit and just hang out for, I don't know, it was at least an hour or so that we all just sat around and, uh, you know, just talked about aquaponic cannabis production, um, is, uh, you know, it's a rare thing to be able to have that kind of discussion all at the same time. You know, we've talked with all those different people individually, but to um, be able to throw out a question and and have you know, literally anything that you could possibly think of about aquaponic cannabis and one of the six people on the planet that would know it was already there. So uh, it, it, was, it was pretty cool to um, just be able to throw out questions to those guys and um, Looking forward to ha to having three panels this year. Uh, that's going to be fun. Yep, and I think what next year we might expand on the panels and do like a fish one and, uh, and some other stuff too. So uh, we've been kind of had some ideas that came to us after we kind of had everything pre-planned that I think are great ideas for next year. So um, thanks everybody again for checking us out. Uh, again, you can find us the event live on the Potent Ponics YouTube channel. However, it is that you watch YouTube. Um, again, you'll be able to find all of it re-uploaded afterwards in audio or video format. Um, so if you miss, miss it live, don't worry, you'll be able to uh, still catch all the talks. So thanks again, everybody. Uh, and uh, we will see you guys this weekend. Take it easy.